teaches to pray. Thursday, August 31, 2023. One day, after Jesus had come back from one of his special places of prayer, one of his disciples approaches him and makes a petition on behalf of all his disciples. Lord, he asks, will you teach us how to pray, just as John the baptizer taught his disciples to pray? Luke 1, 1. It is interesting to see this dialogue develop. Jesus comes to the band of brothers after spending some significant prayer time in the local hills. He often wandered off to pray by himself. He recognized that there were tumultuous days laying ahead. He needed to be in tight communion with his father. The enemy was constantly trying to trip him up. His disciples, as the text says, with one of the twelve disciples stepping up to ask Jesus to teach them to pray. They know that John the Baptist taught his disciples to pray. Perhaps Jesus' disciples thought it was time to learn how to pray Jesus-style. This is where the picture takes a twist. If you really want to read one of Jesus' prayers, go to John 11 or Matthew 26. The prayer found in Matthew 11 of Luke is more like a model prayer rather than an actual personal prayer. John 11 gives us a pattern to follow as we seek to enter into the presence of our Heavenly Father. I see it as a primer to use as we learn to pray in a more close and personal manner. On the other hand, John 11 is one of Jesus' prayers that the Apostle Paul must have put to memory. It's an amazing look into the heart of Jesus as he opens the doors of prayer that lead to God's throne of grace. The prayer in the Garden of the Mount of Olives on the last night before his crucifixion is a totally different prayer. It is a prayer on one of those dark souls of the night. Jesus gave us an example of how to cling to the Almighty in the darkest moments of our lives. I've been there many times. I am convinced that God was with me as I walked that nameless street in the desert for miles on end as I carried the weight of my many misguided, moronic missteps. I'm so thankful that God did not kick me to the curb. Today, I am more convinced than ever that God is seeking a reason to rapture us into the kingdom of heaven and not pursuing an alternative scenario that rejects all of the broken and battered souls who fall short in their own eyes but deeply desire to embrace God and his forgiveness. God wants us in his kingdom. Give him a reason to take you in. He came to save us, not to condemn us. When you see God as the lover of your soul, there will be less need to find a primer or a model to follow. Praying becomes a fresh breath of heaven in a threatening world. Speak to him as someone you know personally. It is so scandalous, but God's heart leans in the direction of saving the lost and not leaning in the direction of condemnation. Here are the prayer crib notes from Jesus to us. The Bible says Jesus gladly responds to the request. When you pray, he begins, say something like this. Our Father, the one who is in heaven, but who abides in the heart of every believer, may your name be praised always and forever. May your kingdom come now, and let your will be done on earth, just as your will is faithfully carried out in heaven. Give us the daily sustenance that comes from your generous hand, and please forgive us our sins in the same way as we forgive all those who willfully sin against us. Don't let us be drawn into temptation. Rather, we ask that you deliver us from the evil one. John 1, 2-4 For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Matthew 6, 13 Abba, 
I need to pray more and more. Break through my often stony heart and soften my soul to your beckoning on this distracted disciple. In Jesus' name, amen.